The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so happy you're here. So you may have noticed the music is a little bit different. I thought I would change things up a little bit. So before I introduce today's guest, I want to talk a little bit about gratitude. So here we are. We're approaching the holidays. 2021 is coming to an end. Maybe that's a good thing for some people. I'm always one that, you know, gets excited for a new year. So gratitude is the quickest way to shift your thoughts from maybe negative or or stressful into a positive state. There's always other people that have worse off circumstances than you do. So it, it's while it's easy during the holidays because you know we we want everything to be special for your family. We want to get the perfect gift for people and things like that. And and you know this year things may be a little bit different. As we all know, the they're logistically things are not getting to places the way that we're used to. We're not getting that instant gratification many times. So I just challenge everyone during this holiday season, throughout the day, as often as you need to, just take a few minutes and focus on everything that you have to be grateful for, because it really does shift your mood, your your energy levels, your thoughts, because you have a choice. You have, you have a choice as to whether or not it's going to be a merry season or if it's going to be a stressful season. I know for me personally, I choose to have a merry season and not let the stress get to me. So Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Today's guest is Hema Vias. Hema is known as the omnipreneurial psychologist. She's also a speaker and a mentor, and she guides the path to commercial success, evolutionary and inclusive leadership, well-being, and positive impact for independents, startups, corporates, and diverse global audiences. She has a wealth of information, and uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Hema. How are you today? Oh, hi, Sandy. I'm really well, thank you. How are you doing? I am doing great. I am so honored to have you on my podcast today. And now tell me, where where are you located? So I'm from London in the UK, so. Nice. How's everything going over there? Yeah, it's it's a really lovely time of year at the moment. It's August, so it's all very quiet and generally quiet and nice weather. So it never gets too hot here. So it's just perfect. Nice. Now, don't a lot of people go on holiday in the month of August? Exactly, yeah. Because of our weather, people tend to sort of go abroad as much as possible. So, yeah, it's lovely. 
Fantastic. So you are an omnipreneurial psychologist. Tell me about that. I've never heard that term. And I see you've trademarked it. Trademarked yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah, because we're doing a whole branding with omnipreneurship. And so, so in a nutshell, I mean, there's lots of ways of defining it, but really it's sort of a play on the word entrepreneur, but how we sort of make entrepreneurship more you know, sort of inclusive and evolving. So it's about sort of uh, recognising the importance of the human heart, recognising the importance of people, recognising the qualities we need to develop in people in order to recognise that they also need to have that sense of belonging, that sense of purpose, and to really feel like they're being seen in the world no matter what they're doing, especially in organisations where they can get lost in terms of profit and business goals, um, but also in the importance of their purpose as well as the planet, the sustainability aspect. So really it's about human capital and I'm a psychologist who sort of wants to recognise and bring into the space of leadership and wellness, as well as how we evolve um, as a as humanity and as a planet. You know, in terms of how we support the planet in our evolution and how the planet supports us with our evolution. So it's a really holistic approach to business, to life, to leadership, to wellness. Nice. That's really great. That's really really great. So. Tell me your backstory. How did you get involved in this? Was, was there uh, anything that happened in your life where you were like, you know, I want to go into psychology? Yeah. So um, I sort of was born in Africa, grew up, and then moved over to India, but grew up in England. And so I always had this kind of conflict of East and West. And so there was a lot of influences that were very Eastern and a lot of influences that were very Western and bringing them both together I realized that you know I really really wanted to understand what makes people different what makes people motivated what makes them behave the way that they do and my life experiences you know really made me really aware of people and so I think I was very empathic and I could see what was going on for them in a way that they couldn't necessarily see themselves and I would just see how they would light up when I would say something that just really touched their hearts that perhaps nobody else had quite seen or said in the way that I would say it. And, of course, you know, English being my second language, I had to really work on my communication skills. And so when I would touch their hearts just with my words, with the intonation, just being able to really see them and realise that, you know, it's so important and people just flourished around me when people would sort of show up in my life and I would just say something or do something um, and the way that they would open up and flourish just made me think that we really, really need to spend time looking over this. And then when I studied psychology, I realised that it was very much about the brain and the cerebral aspect and I thought, but what about Heart, which is really where my Eastern kind of influences come because, you know, it's about the soul and consciousness. And, and so when the two came together, I realized that we need to bring heart into business and we need to start really 
bringing love and the qualities of heart back into our lives as part of our integral kind of approach to how we do business, how we communicate with others, how we interact with others, and just really recognizing that it's so, so important in terms of how how we are impacts how others show up and how they are impacts how we show up. And so the synergy between the two was just something that just really resonated with me. Wow. Yeah. And, and I love that, you know, and I always talk to people about, you know, how we're showing up in the world and because it really does make a difference. So, so how do you, when you work with some of your clients, like how do you identify and, and work with people when you're recognizing that they're not showing up as, as who they could be, their potential? So, Sandy, you know, this is part of the work that I've really done is really uh, looking at the heart energy and recognizing the fact that, you know, the heart speaks without words. And when we really, really are silent, when we're present in ourselves, and when we're really tuned into who we are and how we're showing up, we can really feel what's going on for people. And when we feel what's going on for people, um, and we're able to give it expression, give it articulation, to give it sort of a voice. I really feel like that's when people begin to not only allow themselves to be more authentic, but also begin to recognize there's an aspect of themselves with that, that they haven't seen themselves. And when they're able to really, really see you know, what's missing when the heart is able to really open and connect. Sometimes it's not even about the words that are being used. Sometimes it's the energy that sort of is expressed without words. And that has such an impact And how people show up around me in terms of business. It's the things that they're hiding. It's the things that they're not saying. It's the things that they're denying. It's the things that they're covering up. And when there's no judgment and they're able to go, yeah, actually, that is something I've never even really thought about, but now you say and I recognize that it is important to me, that is how I feel, that is what's going on. It gives them the space to really, really grow. And when they're able to really, really grow, I feel like they're able to become much more happier. They're able to really have better relationships and they're able to be so much more they're able to find, you know, what drives them, where their purpose lies. All of this happens when really it's not about thriving and really looking to sort of sort of striving to look and find aspects of how we can be successful in the world. Real success comes from when we really connect with our inner self, when we find what sort of, you know, needs to be healed deep inside of us what needs to be expressed within us that's been hidden away. And when that happens, I think life shows us the way. And I've seen it timelessly, you know, like people just keep showing up where they think they've got one problem. When they deal with what's really underneath that problem, then other things begin to open up, including how they show up at work, including how they show up in their businesses, including how productive they are, how creative they are, how expansive they are. 
And so there's a real knock-on effect. Everything is interconnected. And there's a real knock-on effect in terms of how one shift in our perception, one shift in our feeling, one shift in our hearts can have a real knock-on effect on all aspects of life. And before we know it, all aspects of life begin to flourish. And really, that's what life is all about. It's really about flourishing, but in a way that is also respectful of others, that honors other people's journeys, that honors other people's individuality and differences. Yes, yes. I mean, it's kind of like peeling the layers of the onion, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So do you have any specific exercises that you work with your clients to help them, you know, start peeling away these different layers so that they can, you know, flourish? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the first things is really about self-awareness. And so that's where, you know, the hard energy comes into play because, you know, it's not necessarily what we're conscious of, it's things that we're, that we're unconscious of. And so one of the things that I say is that take time to really get to know yourself. You know, self-development is an essential part of professional development. It is only when we really truly know ourselves can we professionally really be, show up as being authentic, can we show up and, and be the best version of ourselves. So self-awareness and taking time out to really, really get to know ourselves, taking time out to sort of journal about the things that do bother us, to really journal about the things that aren't going right for us, to be able to say, okay, so journaling is one of the hard activities because it connects you when you do journaling with your hand as opposed to using, you know, the computer. It connects you to the heart energy. The heart is able to express itself when you get out of your own way. And so what I say is that stream of consciousness. You don't have to journal with any goal in mind, just simply being able to just sit and just write and whatever your thoughts are, whatever's on your mind, whatever's going on for you, You'll be surprised how not only will you express what's really bothering you, what's going on for you, but you will find that you will ultimately be able to also express what the solutions are. Because we have the solutions within us. And, you know, if we go and seek help from somebody, like when they come to see me, they're only asking for me to mirror back to them what they on some level already know. Because what I pick up on is what they're actually saying or not saying through heart communication or what they are saying with their words. And so, you know, journaling is something that they can really, really do. But it's really about being willing to know yourself, being willing to look at the parts of yourself that you perhaps don't always want to acknowledge. I think, you know, being able to sort of develop ourselves and to grow is such an essential part of, of being happy, it's such an essential part of being successful. Oh, without a doubt. That's always, yeah, that's not always been talked about in the past. No, right. And yeah, because if you want to be successful in any area of your life, I mean, you have to, you have to have that self-awareness. And yeah, there's many times we don't want to look at the parts of ourselves that, you know, aren't, aren't, you know, we're not proud of or, or whatever. But I, I know from my own experience, when you do confront them, it's like the weight of the world is lifted. And then you are able to just, you know, create anything you want. 
But like, I love that you said, you know, we already have the solutions within us because we do. And I think many times we just forget about it. Absolutely. Well, I think that's our conditioning. I think that, you know, part of the way that we're all sort of brought up in the world nowadays is that, you know, we, we get bogged down with conditioning and we get sort of really sort of held back with how things have been historically and how things should be done according to somebody else's agenda and, you know, what other people think. We're so, because we're tribal animals, and so we're very impacted by those, you know, around us and the influences around us. And that's why, you know, the more we are willing to do that inner exploration and get to know ourselves, I think that's when we find, you know, who we are in this moment as opposed to what might have been appropriate, you know, yesterday or last week or last year even. And that's one way we overcome conditioning is by really, really tuning into how we feel because our feelings also guide us as to what's right for us and what's not. It's just we don't know how to read our feelings in a way that sort of necessarily supports us. Yeah. Well, I come across so many people on a daily basis where they they are lacking that self-awareness. And I think so often, you know, especially here in the United States, you know, people are just living the rat race. They, they're just going about their day and they, they're, they're so, they've got so much going on, whether they're taking their kids here or, you know, working hard at their job, trying to climb the, the corporate ladder or whatnot. And they forget the most important part of is is you know being self-aware absolutely absolutely and also you know being able to really tune in to themselves to nature tuning into other people again we've we've disconnected where we've become very sort of head-centric where we've become very much about the mind and the cerebral aspect of ourselves you know we we also have the gut you know, which tells us our instincts about things without necessarily having facts. There's a heart brain which connects us to feelings which may again not necessarily be connected to the facts. And I think that you know, now is a time for people to come back to these other portals of wisdom that we've disconnected from. The disconnect has come from you know how we think we should be. And really to be able to have the courage to let go of that and to discover who we really, really are. And we might find that, you know, in, in being able to really do that, we might find that we find solutions in ways that we may never have considered or we may not have thought possible. Because, you know, those are centers of creativity when we're tuning into that sort of, you know, infinite part of our being part of us that is so expansive and isn't limited to what we think we know. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Exactly. Those limiting beliefs are are gonna hinder anybody's ability to create any sort of success success in their life, let alone in their, their business, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me about some of the other things that you're working on. So, um, so really, the program that you know, so a couple of things. You know, one is a, a program, an entrepreneurship program. So really, it's helping companies 
to develop leaders that are going to become, you know, not only leaders in their own right, but to lead others to become leaders. Because I really feel like we're at a place in the world where we really, people need to start becoming leaders in their own right. So it's not about trusting the institutions, trusting the government, trusting business to take care of us. You know, we have lived in that world where we did rely on, you know, community and society and government, etc., to take care of us. Now I think we need to find our own sovereignty to find, you know, what is really right for us and to start becoming leaders in our own right. So we take care of our, we take control and care of our health. We take control of our wealth. We take care and control of our relationships. We take care and control of being on purpose, finding our purpose and finding our passion. And I think that we all have to start really, really living lives much more authentically. And one of the things that we do, we have a program where we sort of both with corporates, entrepreneurs, so young businesses as well, where we help you then develop leadership skills that are around the heart, leadership skills that allow them to tap in to the qualities of the heart that are going to make them so much better in all aspects of life. Of course, it's going to give you the advantage in business if you're really genuinely coming from an open heart, expansive space, because science has now shown that when the heart is open and expansive, it acts as a magnet and it attracts all the right things and the right people and the right opportunities. And so this is not something to be overlooked. It really, really is a very powerful tool to be able to truly step into your heart. So the program allows people, you know, the organisation, the leaders, the people who are sort of attending the program to understand the significance of some of these qualities, how to develop them, why they're so important, develop them not only in themselves, but how to help develop them in other people so that they are creating a future generation of leaders who already have these skills and have these tools. And I really believe that that is going to have such a ripple effect because the, the more leaders show up from the heart space and are conscious not only of themselves but the others around them as well as the planet we live on, the more we're going to live in a world that is far, far better and more sustainable. We need a world that is filled with love and where we haven't put our attention on love and a lot of time and attention goes on business and being successful in the world. We take our eye off, you know, the importance of love and bringing love and heart back into that space. I think it's created an imbalance in the programs are really, you know, I really hope they grow in momentum and virtually every company has these this training and are able to, you know, encourage people to really live from a heart centered space where we take care of ourselves, we take care of others, we take care of the world that we're living in. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. I, I love what you said, you know, leaders creating leaders. Um, that That's so key. And, and, you know, I think, you know, part of the problem, well, I'll see what you think about this, but what came to mind for me is that, you know, especially in the United States, corporations have just been dominated by, by men. And as you know, like, you know, many men are not 
you know, you start talking about, you know, your heart space and opening up their heart, they're going to be like, you know, I got a business to run, right? So, you know, and, and now granted, you know, there are so many successful, hugely successful women in the world, you know, running, you know, mega companies and whatnot. So do you have any pushback from, from men where they're like, no, no, I'm, I'm not ready for this. Uh Absolutely. And, and women, I think, you know, I think it's a sort of, of course, you're so right, you know, we have been dominated by the sort of male energy. And I think it's about the masculine and feminine energies. I think even women who are successful, some of them, of course, by no means, not all of them, and not even a lot of the men, uh, sorry, some of the men, um, are, are very masculine and very cerebral and very, you know, well, it's about the doing and it's about, the, you know, getting the facts and the logic. And so there has been that dominance and, of course, there's a pushback. And perhaps when I first started out on this journey, you know, about 30-odd years ago, there was a huge pushback from everybody. Everybody was like, well, you cannot talk about heart when it comes to work and business and you cannot talk about love, that's for sure. Um, but I think that things are changing, and I think one of the biggest shifts is that we're recognizing the importance of balance, and I think we're recognizing the importance of, you know, feminine and female leadership, and real feminine leadership. So as opposed to women leading, because it's less about, you know, whether you're a man or a woman. It's about the, the qualities with which you lead with, and. There's, there's a huge sort of resistance to it still. And unfortunately, a lot of the men and women that I work with have often got to a point of no return. So they've often got to a point where they burn out. Um, so much else has fallen apart in their lives. And then when they come to me and I say, well, this is why. You cannot neglect one aspect of your life and expect that by just by thriving in one in another area that everything else is going to be okay. Of course, if you're focused on your business, you know, that relationship is going to suffer. If you're focused on just one thing, you know, you're not going to find that balance. And when they really get to that point, the wonderful thing, Sandy, is that then they're absolutely converted because they see how simply working on themselves, they recognize that it's had such a positive impact on all their relationships and not just the love relationships, but families, friends, you know, communication with other people also at work. And they see how they are able to go back into the workspace and be so much more powerful and to recognize that they are able to, you know, step into their power in a way that they weren't necessarily able to before because before they were coming from their head which took way too much energy therefore there wasn't enough energy for other things whereas when they were able to just really work on themselves really ground themselves find their core find their authentic self find that connection to their heart start flowing with love and and that vibrancy that comes with love then so many other things opened up and then they became like really advocates for what I was doing. They were like absolutely 100% agree that this is what's needed in all aspects of life, but certainly in the business world because that's where they need it the most. That's where they're heading for sort of burnout. That's where they're 
heading for overwhelm, stress, diseases as a result of the work pressures and business pressures. And so I think I think they need it and I unfortunately feel like they sometimes come to it when they're sort of feel like they've got nowhere to go and I really hope that I'm able to through conversations like with yourself able to impress on them you know don't wait for that moment this is a tool this is a gift this is something that is so invaluable um, so you know start employing it now exactly yeah don't wait until you have you know you're hitting rock bottom with stress or nervous breakdown or burnout or anything like that Exactly. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I say, Sandy, is that you know the heart is not something that is exclusive to women. You know, the idea that you know you can't bring heart into it—it's a feminine thing. It's an emotional thing. It's really not. The gut is more emotional. The heart is quite neutral and and incredibly intelligent. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This has been really amazing. Hema, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? No, I think you just summed it up really well that, you know, don't wait until it's too late. Now is the time that we start bringing in, you know, the heart qualities into business, into factors, you know, that sort of help us achieve success and, and really... And being able to live from a space and place, not just of our own individual kind of survival, but our collective thriving, because that's where we need to get to. It's not just about our individual journey, but when we heal ourselves, we're literally healing humanity. When we come from the heart space, we are not just doing ourselves, you know, service, we are absolutely servicing the world in which we live in, including other people, our loved Beautiful. Beautifully said. Hema, it was such a pleasure speaking with you today. I've learned so much and I love your message and everything that you are doing. So Thank good you. luck to you. Thank you, Sandy. I really appreciate you having me on the podcast and giving me an opportunity to share. Thank you so much. Hema shared so much valuable information, and I hope that you learned something that you can apply to your life right away. Her website is hemavias.com, and that is spelled H-E-M-A-V-Y-A-S. And visit that website because she offers a complimentary 20-minute discovery call. So as always, thank you so much for joining me today. And you can learn more about me at sandyscarlotta.com. My book, Happiness Solved, Climbing 100 Steps, can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And I hope that you and your family stay safe and healthy and that your life is filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.